welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Mike. And I'm Dale. Uh, and we are just heard the announcement of the Australian Eurovision contestant for 2018. Who is it, Michael? It's Jessica Malvoy. Oh, hey. hey! So we, we, how do you feel about that, Dale? Um, oh, yeah, I'm actually, as you can tell by my whelp, um, <laughs> that I'm... Is that a greyhound? <laughs> I'm actually really excited. I think it's actually really good. I think she's a fantastic artist. Um, great voice, a huge artist here in Australia, isn't she, Michael? Yeah, we're going to delve into her a little closer in a moment. Um, I guess like everyone else, particularly us two, we were on the Ricky Lee trail, we thought it we might have been her. We weren't just on the bandwagon, we were like riding the horses at the front of it and <laughs> whipping them into shape. There was a uh, lot of signs suggesting it would be Ricky Lee Coulter, who's an amazing artist, would have been great as well. Um, she liked it, she was following lots of Eurovision things, she was hinting at stuff all day long, but anyway wasn't her and we were wrong and that's absolutely fine that's fine I mean and we did mention her in the video last week because she has been on the on the cars for a long time yeah now. we did I mean I've got to hand it to Ricky Lee she didn't douse any of it down she's been posting videos all weekend all this sort of stuff so well trolled that good. girl that girl's been doing good PR for herself good on her maybe next year for you Ricky Lee but <laughs> uh, let's hope so because we do love you but we love Jessica Melboy as well oh, so brilliant yeah, I, I've got to say, SBS, well done. It was The cards were held pretty close to their chest. They really? sent out the little teaser. We're going to announce it on Monday a couple of days ago, and people just went into a frenzy, including us. Uh, mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, we were put out of our misery uh, this afternoon. We were, and then we actually put up um, on our Twitter account, Aussie Vision Net, by the way, um, <laughs> we asked people, were they happy with Jessica Malboy being chosen? Obviously, we are. And the uh, lowest... Um, score there was 10% for no sorry they're not happy with it oh. so only 10% 16% had mixed feelings oh. about it it's, you know it had just happened so you know yep. even I had mixed feelings not about her but just emotionally mm-hmm. and uh, 74% that it was a great choice so that's Fantastic. overwhelming support from the fan base towards yeah. Jessica and we've had this before I think we've had um, a couple of years ago people were like it's Delta it's Delta and all of a sudden Dami was announced and perhaps yep. people were a little flat on that but look how the way that turned out yep. you know so I reckon give it another few hours and people will be getting their heads around Jessica and I think they'll be stoked I oh. mean three quarters of people already are yeah like, and yeah. They, oh, they totally are and let's say only 10% are a no I reckon others will get behind her ah. the good thing about Jessica, and we'll go into her back catalogue a bit later, is she's quite a versatile performer, isn't she? She can pretty much do any type of song. Totally, totally. If you have a look at her repertoire and her back catalogue, it's amazing. Uh, and and also, she's just so lovable. Oh, she is. She, you know, like you, she is like almost Australia's sweetheart. You she know, is. every no one's got a bad word to say about Jessica Malboy. Mm. Uh, so I think she'll be a fantastic ambassador for us in uh, in Lisbon. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be great to see her. I'm really pleased because we'll be there to see her. I'm, yes. I, I would love to see her. She's going to be great. And you know what? Most fans from Eurovision will already know her to an extent because of 2014 like um, what happened there she was of course invited to be the interval act by our lovely friends of the Danish broadcasters we Thank love you, you Denmark uh, so she's been in the Eurovision bubble before uh, Jess um, even if it was just a uh, interval act just an interval act you're still performing in front of tens of millions of people hundreds uh, and you know she was under a bit of pressure that was our audition for Eurovision it and very much uh, was. she she did really really well so it's great it's a different kind of pressure to come back and compete Pete, yes. but I think she'll be really thriving on this. I, I think very much, like, there was so much pressure for us to get in there, because we could kind of sniff a little bit of a chance to be in Eurovision, and she went out and performed like that, like it was a grand 
grand final performance and she was a little bit nervous at the start mm-hmm. we must admit yep. but that second half of Sea of Flags yeah. she can perform on the big stage um, she was brilliant her vocals were fantastic in that second half so I think she's going to bring it yeah Washington. she really shone I thought in uh, Copenhagen so uh, I think with a really good song which I'm sure we will give her um, mm. she's going to bl- blow people's socks off I think yeah, yeah. well that's just to remind everybody about her performance of Sea of Flags we'll just play a quick listen of it now So uh, yeah, we 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 were big fans of it. We we acknowledge she probably started off a little shaky in that performance, maybe yeah. a little bit of nerves. But wow, once she got going, and we were you know you know two thirds of the way, or sorry, a halfway third of the way into the halfway into the song, she really shone, and, and I think she really brought it home strongly. She did, and that's why I didn't choose the bit where she was shaking. <laughs> <laughs> and luckily, there's no visual because we didn't have to see that awful astronaut fall down. I know, a la Moldova, Lydia. I, was that we were first? I, I think. I think we've sorted out um, our staging yips and I'm sure we'll give her oh, a good I don't good... know if we have that to be honest <laughs> I think we've so. still got a bit to go there I think we'll give her a bit to play with this this time yeah and so a little bit about Jessica herself so um, we won't go too much into this but basically she rose to fame in Australia um, on Australian Idol didn't mm. she Very much, same as Guy Sebastian yep. so that was in 2006 and she came runner up now I wasn't actually in the country at that stage I was living in London so I kind of missed it all Oh. What what were your first memories of her? Was she was she a bit of a darling at the time? Well, the first memory was she did a uh, audition in Alice Springs out in the open uh, and sang a Whitney Houston song and absolutely floored people. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, amazing. If you get a chance, go and get onto YouTube, have a look at that. She does a Whitney Houston uh, out in the middle of the outback. Hello, mm. uh, and then from that point on, once she got into the studio, she was fantastic yeah. and. Um, yeah, look, it was pretty neck and neck with her and the eventual winner, whatever his name is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Some Irish bloke. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. May, he might be performing for Ireland. Oh, you never know. Never know. Probably couldn't do any worse than the last one. Desperate. Uh, <laughs> but no, she, she came runner-up. Um, but like with most of these reality TV shows, the runner-up has a better career than the actual winner. So... Yeah. Uh, that's how she rose to prominence here. Yeah, and since then she has really been on the music scene that entire time. She hasn't gone away. Mm-hmm. Consistently has been good. She's had nine top ten hits. I think something like 15 top 30s. Wow. I think her last one made number 11 even like 10 years later. Um, so she's really consistently been in the, the charts. And, um, you know, I think... Again, we're talking about her being versatile. She's done some. She's done collaborations with Snoop Dogg and Ludacris. Yeah, I know. I know. My favorite with Ludacris. I love that. That job. was a bit, a bit strange. <laughs> um, she was. She's had a lot of soul stuff. A little bit, almost. Um, uh, also dancey yeah dancey stuff as well do you have a couple of favourite tracks of yours Michael? I do I do I mean I mean, she certainly can do R&B and funk and all yep. that sort of stuff so fingers crossed we're going to bring a bit of a, no, a, I don't, a no. high tempo I to that a high uh, look fine. I guess my favourite song of hers is actually a, a, a pop song I'd yep. call it a, a, an up tempo pop song it's inescapable uh, and I thought she did a fantastic job with that and she does it shows off her vocals and it's a really great little pop okay pop. well we'll play a little bit of that now so you mm. get a bit of a uh, taste of it yeah yeah. 
Okay, right. Okay, I can see why you like that song. It's certainly in the my top five. And actually, we might have to put a bit of a Jessica Mowboy top ten playlist together. <laughs> um, we'll see where we go with that. Let the public decide. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> they can do that in, in Lisbon. In the meantime, we can decide. True. Um, okay, well, look, you know, I think my song that I actually like of hers is very similar to that, actually. It's um, an upbeat uh, pop song, but this actually charted better than Inescapable. This mm-hmm. reached number two in the charts, her second highest, and it's uh, Pop A Bottle. Take another shot, I'll never get good i mean i like it i think it shows a good funky i could say a good funk r&b side to her good uh, i don't think it's r&b i think it's very r&b thank you very much it's not at all <laughs> what would you just call it pop just pop okay fair enough i, yeah. I liked it and I look, liked it, it. look it was a couple of years ago so i don't think don't think it's like the modern sound but it was quite recent but a couple of years ago yeah, yeah. so she as we said we've seen a couple of more up and mid-tempo sort of stuff from her perhaps and yeah have we got one other one? Well, I think the big thing that people might not know about her is the fact that she's really an accomplished actress as well. Yes. So she has been in a number of um, TV series and movies, and probably the biggest one of all is The Sapphires. If you haven't seen it, you must watch it. It's based on a true story. Um, and actually, Michael's looking at me like, I haven't watched that, so I guess <laughs> what we're going to do. Yes. Um, but look, it's about um, an Aboriginal girl group back in the, I think it was the 60s. Mm-hmm. And um, they basically went on to form, you know, um, I think overseas, and they were really probably the first sort of big group out of them. Were they like a Supremes? Kind um, of like a, the Australian Supremes. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah all right, cool. It's a, it's a cracking um, movie, and she plays the, the lead yeah. um the lead in it mm. and actually even now at the moment she's playing the lead role in a very big australian tv drama called the um what's the daughter the secret, the secret daughter, daughter. <laughs> yes yes she's in that as well so she's she's really all over the place when yep. we're saying she's australia's darling she really is yeah and she's released a lot of music from that hasn't she michael she has she has and she released a single was it last year or this year um, it was, well, 2017. It yeah. almost feels like it's last Yeah, year. I know. It was this year. Um, the, the song was called Fallen, and it was quite a hit here. Yeah, reached number 11. Yeah, reached number 11. Um, and I think it gives you a good idea of her ballad um, capabilities. So yeah. perhaps we should have a little snippet of that one. All right. Just in case Australia picks a ballad again. Again. <laughs> Go. I try to find the reasons I should walk away. Cause I don't wanna want you like I do Look, I actually really like the song, and she does. She's done some really good live performances of this as well. It's got a kind of like a weird little '60s vibe as well. With the, I'm not going to sing the bit like, ooh, ooh, you know <laughs> yeah. that bit, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, no, definitely yeah. some sort of little Motown sort of stuff yes, to it. Motown, that's yeah. what I'm looking for. Yeah. yeah, so she's very diverse and very, yeah, very diverse with her musical uh, abilities and 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 tastes. I think it kind of shows that she could come out with anything for the actual contest. Like mm. we we we're not really sure what she could put out. What would you like her? to do oh look I think 
I think we've been saying this for months, haven't we? Since the end of the last competition, we want an up-tempo song, us personally. Mm. Um, we've done a couple of ballads in a row and both of them have been, you know, fairly successful. <laughs> Runner-up, dummy. Uh, so it'd be nice to maybe come in with a little bit of a high-energy type of thing, I think. Yeah. A bit, bit up-tempo. I think I think somewhere between a mid-tempo to an up-tempo because I think if she goes too hard on like really something where she has to do a complicated bit of dance... You're going to lose some vocal ability there as well. And I've been like, everyone's calling out for a banger. All the Eurovision fandom is calling out Australia particularly to give us a banger. We did do Ballad by Numbers last year, let's admit it. Um, so I really want, hope it's something that's just more upbeat sort of version of Sea of Flags in a way that's a bit anthemic, but has got enough going on that it's, it's going to lift the crowd up. Um, because that's what wins Eurovision. Big dance numbers <laughs> don't win it. Big up tempos don't win it. We want to win this year. Yeah. to win it. I think so. I think that's why they picked Jessica. I think they've uh, mm. gone for a really experienced performer and uh, uh, I think we're, we're going to go for the prize. Here. She actually had a really interesting quote in the SBS um, news article saying she's really competitive. Oh. Really competitive. And it's interesting because apparently um, the artist who didn't, who were kind of, was kind of interested in doing it last year but didn't because they didn't want to follow Dami kind of backed out. And um, that would kind of make sense that it could have been Jessica. She didn't want to follow Dami and not do as well as her. So now she just has seen Isaiah and maybe she's going to crack on. <laughs> Let's hope so. I mean, there's no reason why she can't do well. I mean, we've delivered pretty good songs uh, three years in a row now, so I can't imagine our fourth one's going to be a shocker. Let's hope yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. yeah I reckon <laughs> yeah. she's going to smash it. And I, yeah. think she, I love that she's competitive. I think she's mm. going to bring that to it. And the other one last thing I'll say about her is that she's our second Indigenous um, Aboriginal Australian artist in a row to compete. It's a good... All um, four artists have been representing the diversity of Australia. Yeah. And that's actually what our broadcaster, SBS, all, is all about. So I think that's bloody fantastic and she's also a North Queensland Cowboy supporter which is my favourite rugby league <laughs> oh, team somewhere I knew that was going to get a Guernsey yeah. somewhere but no I could, I'll echo those feelings I think it's fantastic that SBS is showing the diversity of performance we have and the diversity of people we have in Australia and yeah. I, I think it's fantastic Go Jess. Bring on Lisbon. Yes, absolutely. Okay, well, look, that's enough about Australia. For the we're, moment, I'm sure we'll have more. <laughs> for, the, for the moment, indeed. But believe it or not, there has actually been other news in Eurovision in the last week. Really? Other than us. <laughs> yeah, that There's has been. There's been so much, actually, that we couldn't have lost, kind of, like, where, what happened? Yeah. What yeah. else has been going on? Well, we weren't the only people to announce our performer this week. We also had Austria announce theirs oh. because, you know, there's not any confusion about Australia and Austria to oh, start oh, with. Do you realise that they um, did same-sex marriage the same week we did oh. and they, we both announced our artists the same week Oh, we look, um, we've got a bit of a synergy going on here. Well, yeah. our names are actually the yeah, same. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, Willie, Austria are going to present to you at uh, the Eurovision Song Contest Cesar Sampson. And he's, they've announced the name of the song. It's called Nobody But You, but we oh, haven't heard the song as I yet. I didn't realise they didn't announce the name of the song. They haven't. They've cryptically announced the name of the song. Nobody But You. Oh, Nobody do you know what? You. That sounds exactly like the kind of artist he is. Tell, yeah. <laughs> tell me what he's like. Mark. Well, What's well, he? just judging by his Twitter profile, here we go. He's a performer, an art director, a vocal producer, a songwriter, and symphonics entertainment. He's got a lot on his plate, I don't even Cesar. <laughs> 
<laughs> bit of an overachiever by the sense Caesar. of it, Caesar. And is it actually Caesar or is it Caesar? I was Caesar, Caesar. Caesar. I don't oh. know. Well, someone, someone tell us. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it, this is not the first time he's going to Eurovision because he's been involved with a few acts. He's uh, been involved with the Serbian and the Macedonian uh, entries in the previously, but very well known for being with the Bulgarian uh, entries the last two years in mm. backing vocals. So he was backing up Polly and he was backing up uh, Christian. Uh, and so, they did okay, didn't they? Yeah, I was going to say. He's got his big shoes to fill here. Mm. Uh, so, um, yeah, it looks like, the, once again, someone who's been inside the Eurovision bubble is going to know what it's all about. Uh, so, yeah, I think we're expecting big things from Austria and Caesar. Are we? I'm not. <laughs> well, he's very soulful. Again, we've got one of these authentic uh, musicians. Mm-hmm. Here we go again. Um, so, you know, like, like he's obviously a pretty talented bloke, you know. so My, my concern about him is obviously a very talented musician. Um, and the thing with Eurovision, it's about you've got to own that stage. Um, and he's, a, he, he's only been his backup. I'm not doubting his talent. Mm. He doesn't obviously like to be a front man, generally speaking, but he's decided to go for it now, and I think that's brilliant. But you tell me the last backup singer who rocked it at Eurovision. Well, um, funny you should mention that. The last couple of... Uh, we had two backups, former backup singers uh, that uh, uh, performed at 2017. We all know what happened to Imri, and we had uh, Tiana, Tiana from Serbia as well. Who? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. She was good, she was good. Well, at least Imri made the final rather than Tiana. But, yeah, yeah look, it is a different category of fish owning that stage and and capturing that audience uh so yeah i guess the jury's out a little bit i feel like the same thing we said last week we've got this um thematic of authentic real musicians and artists Mm. um you know a couple doing that really well is great i think we've got to we've already hit our limits with four or three sorry (laughs) we've got three already um and you know i've been saying that we loved portugal for doing that this year that was great i just don't like a good old copycat not saying he is but that's what Austria is doing, that's what Belgium are doing, and that's what Azerbaijan, from what we can see, is doing. Mm. And I find it dull and unimaginative. Um, <laughs> we're going we're to hear the songs first, Dale. I mean, you know, like, calm True. down. I, don't oh, know. No, I'm judging, I know I'm judging too early. I'm we're going to hear, we're gonna hear songs from these people first. <laughs> okay, I am being real harsh. I'm sorry. And the thing is, look, he's a very good-looking good looking bloke. Mm. If he takes his shirt off, he'll get a couple of extra points as well, I must say. This isn't Eurovision's next top model. This is the Eurovision song contest, not the Eurovision abs contest. He he can sing. So look, if he comes out with something brilliant, like I think he he can maybe do well, but it was a a surprising choice this early on. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting that all the early ones on are these kind of really authentic musicians rather than everyone's playing their cards very early. I mean, I know we just announced today as well. Yeah, but I think we've gone down a different road. We've we've got a pop star. We've got a pop star star and an R&B, somebody who can do R&B. So I think we're not going to go down this soulful, jazzy road, which I think could get swamped in the next couple of months. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, hopefully we're going to have a point of difference. Yeah, indeed. Mm. Oh well, that like you know, I hope Austria do well. Yeah, yeah good luck to uh, Caesar. Caesar, how are you yeah, going to sure pronounce he, it? He does seem like a good, a good bloke. And mm. you know, for the um, ten seconds I saw of him perform Polly, um, that was a good ten seconds. <laughs> I think it might have been three. Um, anyway, yeah. so moving on. Um, so what else has been happening in the world of Eurovision? All the fandom have been going mad for Esk two fifty. 
Yeah, this is the, the, the top 250 songs of all time. Yes, every year, um, songfestival.be, which we um, presume is Belgium, um, <laughs> they do a poll of all the fans of the, the top 250 Ooh. songs. Now, generally, the year before end up polling very well. As you'd cause, imagine, because it's fresh guess, in people's minds. Totally. Mm. I mean, we didn't really take that. I didn't take any of my two, six, 2017 songs into account. Even my beloved Verona, I did not put in my top 10. Oh, um, that's a massive point. I know, I know. I did, did love that song. Now, the only thing we really had in common was the fact that we had Sertub is our 12 points. Yeah. Both of us really thought that. That was the one we... What was the one position we both agreed on? That was Sertub at, 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 uh, from 2003 yeah. as the best Eurovision song of all time. Yeah, well, look, we, we put our songs up of what we both chose on Twitter, and you can have a look there. So mm. jump on there and have a, a look and... Feel free to judge us. Was there an interesting one that you put in there? I'm sure they've already judged us, Dale. Don't worry. Um, I guess the one that people reacted to the most for me was Tattoo. I know, that's dreadful. And also what, from... What also position from t- did you put that in? I put that in eight points for Tattoo. Oh, my God, that's... Hideous. Look, it's, it's... You know, I still listen to that song. I hate to say it. I've got the recorded version on my uh, iTunes. I do love that song. The live performance, I'll, I'll agree. It was an absolute train wreck. It sounded like Screaming Cats. Yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, apologies to any Screaming Cats that are listening. Um, but, yeah, look, I still love the song. So it's my guilty pleasure is Tattoo. Oh, it's awful. Can you believe they nearly won that? Like... Third. <laughs> yeah, but like it, that was the year Sertab won. And yeah. First, second, and third we were in a couple of points from each other. It yeah. came down to the last couple of votes. It uh, was ridiculous. And the fact that you chose that is, I just, I just cannot understand that. You're going to have to deal with it, Dale. You're going to have to deal look, with it. I don't think any of my songs were weird. I thought my songs <laughs> really? were quite good. Oh, please. And what, 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 if you had one that made you thought was a little dodgy, what would you well, say? Well, I don't think it was dodgy, but I think Nicole from Germany in the early oh. 80s, Ambition Frieden. Yeah. Uh, this terrible German, sorry. <laughs> but some that's probably the one that got reactions from most people like, what the hell is that? I know. That's, an, that's a classic song. I know. People are stupid. Do your homework, people. Do I your know. homework. I think actually both of us put Gravity from Zlata. Oh my God, yes. And that is a bit of a, um, <laughs> uh, you know, you either love it or you go, what the actual F yeah. happened yeah. in that song. No, I But anyway, but that's for that one. And also in terms of like charting on songs, surely everyone's done their Spotify 2017 wrapped, which brings up, it doesn't lie and it tells you what songs you've been listening to the most. And we had some surprises as well. What what weird songs were you listening to? Well, it has been a surprise to me, to be honest. Um, basically, uh, my top 10, I think I only had two Eurovision finalists uh, of Eurovision-related songs. Yeah, you were obsessed with all the national finals. I was you? a national final obsessive. My most played song... Uh, of the year was was actually um, was Lord Greenlight, uh, so that's non Eurovision related. Oh wow! But apart from that, the number two song I played was "As I Lay Me Down" by Victoria, which we love, Victoria. I do, and I didn't yeah. realize I loved that song so much. Oh no! <laughs> how many of the top twenty of your songs were Eurovision related? Like eighteen. Yes. No, no, there was three songs that weren't... Sorry, four songs that weren't Eurovision-related in my top 20. Okay. I had three Lord songs and a song by Sia. Okay, I'm looking at your songs now. You had As I Lay Me Down, Contigo, Good, Keep Love. Running from Estonia, Slingshot from Estonia. I like Disty Lau. My Little World, Club La Purse. <laughs> Leave Me Alone. <laughs> well, look, the thing is you had a lot of Swedish, you had a lot of national finals from Sweden and Finland and Estonia. And Estonia, yeah. You do like your Scandinavian, slightly Baltic... Um, Clearly. Yeah. I never knew. Well, yeah. I was a bit more mainstream. I yeah. Mean, I had Verona as number one. 
Kel Surprise I there. Know. But then, like, I had Requiem. Elma. 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 Uh, Don't Come Easy. Mm. I had Francesco. But then I had, like, Say Ella. Yeah, from the Swiss national final. Should have won. It was way better than Apollo. <laughs> oh, you love Apollo, better. don't you lie? And weirdly... <laughs> oh, come on, admit to her. What was your number six, Dale? What was it? It was Perfect Life by Lavina. But I <laughs> don't understand. You and three other people in Europe enjoyed that, apparently. <laughs> apparently to Spotify, she was one of your most played artists. She was. I didn't really understand how that I'm, worked. I'm really worried about Spotify. <laughs> I am too. Um, yeah, and actually another one, little one I liked was Trust in Me, which was an Icelandic... Um, National from, final from Song for Keppen. Didn't even get out of the semi. I know. <laughs> you came like second Weirdly, one. that is your ninth most played song of the oh, year. Oh, wow. We all have those those little moments there. Wow. It was very interesting to see that. Yeah, yeah. So I would definitely recommend get onto Spotify if you're if you're already there. Get onto that, what is it called? Wrapped 2017. 2017 to Wrapped. Wrapped. As in not like... Shock yourself. W-R-A-P-P-E-D. <laughs> yeah. Not as in like, no, like Snoop Dogg. Wrapped Presence. Wrapped Presence. <laughs> yeah, kind of thing. Get on there, have a look at your top 100. You might be very surprised what you've been listening to. Right, okay, so I mean, those are the kind of the the main things that have been happening, and we mm. have now our little weekly highlight we do, which is mm. our douze poire and nil poire. Yes, right, should we start with the, the good or the bad? Well, some of the good things, I always like to be positive, don't Okay, I? so we'll end on the bad note, that's great. Um, <laughs> what is your... Sleeve <laughs> people with a sour taste, I love it. <laughs> right, what, what, is your, what is your douze poire? My douze poire this week... I'm going to give it to the wonderful Salvador Sobral. Um, as I'm sure most of you already know if you're listening to this, he had a heart transplant this week. Mm. Like, um, so, you he know, that's... He has a new heart. That's I know. incredible when it's, you think about it. Yeah, and it's such a massive, massive, uh, incredible operation and everything. So, geez, we just wish him all the best. We really, really do. Yeah. You know, that's an incredible thing to go through. So, uh, let's wish him all the best. And I've yeah. got to say, it would make my Lisbon to see him perform. It, yeah, I was just about to say that. Um, even just to see him, oh my god, you got a bit teary. Oh, yeah. oh that's really lovely. Um, even if we look, I, I think it might be um, might be doubtful at this stage. Mm. He's just got a new blood. I know, Let's... but it'd be nice <laughs> to see him, even yeah. if he's there and his sister performs. I think that's yes, beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah, I think we will have a nice little moment and we can have a little cry because he's already started now. Um, but no, that's a that's a really lovely moment, and it was our favorite favorite song um, last year. We're nice. very happy with it. Definitely winning. Was. Good luck, Salvador. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> have that wine. <laughs> um, my my two's part actually went to Albania. And the reason, A, number one is, look, I love Albania. Anyone who listens will know I love Albania. Um, and I've been really impressed with their Festivalia Kungus um, songs, which is their national final. Yes. And, you know, I think they've been, re- like, okay, half of them are terrible. Let's be honest. <laughs> half of any national final are terrible, Dale. Yeah. You know, like, these uh, these yeah. are a new type of terrible. <laughs> the guy <laughs> mixing, like, old Balkan ballad with a megaphone oh, screaming gosh, rash was a new lot. Never forget that. Oh, my yes. God, I just don't even know where to start. But there were, like, I think three songs to me that were, like, fantastic and two particularly that I really liked. Mm. Now, we have actually did a separate podcast on this. We um, did. And we did it with our friend Steve as well, who was our very first special guest we'll have more we'll definitely have we are more. definitely going to have more we'll be reviewing most of the national finals and mm. going through the songs so we chose our top five all together and went through them so go and have a listen to that because we've yep. got the clips in there and you can 
going to hear some of those songs. It's really worth listening to a few of them. Don't listen to all 22. <laughs> we chose the best. Oh, look, I would say go and have a listen to all of them. They deserve it. Some of them you will never remember or want to forget. But I, too, was pretty impressed with, with the standard of the Albanian uh, mm. national selection. Yeah, I think there's some real crackers. I'm looking forward to seeing it, how it all plays out with the semifinals and yep. the live orchestra. I know. I mean, the, the ones, you know, I'm already attached to some of them already. Are I think this is the burn? worst thing. Our, um, you know, another Australian um, podcast, from Wind Machine Podcast, uh, Danny and Mark, yeah. they're fantastic. But Danny said today she doesn't watch the national finals because um, she gets too attached to the songs. <laughs> and I sent her a gift of me crying in a corner about Verona not making the semi, so out of the semi. So I think that's pretty much yes. Uh, Maybe it's not a good thing, but we love doing it. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully Albania, I think they've got the right song to get out of the semis this year, mm. as long as they choose the right song. Oh, by our standards, we'll see. All right. Well, well let's go right down to our nil. Wow. Our nil poire. I need to get a glass of wine. Take a big old gulp on this one, Dale. My nil poire for this week is the lack of LED screens on the new stage. So first of all, I'm going to say, I love... <laughs> Can I just say that's the most specific nil poire I think we'll ever have on this show? <laughs> I don't know. It's a early days. Um, I love the design of the stage. I think it looks amazing. I'm sure it's going to look amazing on camera, etc. But no LEDs? What is this? Why are we going backwards six years? Stand by for a rant, people. Why, why, are, why are we going backwards? That's why I got the wine. <laughs> why are we going backwards, people? This should, be, this should be minimum requirement that there is LEDs. This is 2018 we're moving into. Have a look at the last few years. Have a look at what some of the most amazing moments have been. There would be no Jamala tree bursting out of her. Good. <laughs> There'll be no, you know, the, the, so think of some of the most massive LEDs. Think of Zoe's performance at, uh, at well, lighting up gardens. Up and yeah. I mean, are they going to have LEDs on the stage? Please give me at least LEDs on the stage. How much have we seen bursting out or water features on the stage? What are we going to do? A few lights bobbing up and down isn't going to cut it for me. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm ranting now and I'm angry. <laughs> okay, do you think it's because of this whole like Salvador one and they're trying to be a little bit like this is all about the music? No, they're just poor Dale. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we all know that Portugal's had its economic difficulties and yeah. a public broadcaster can't go around throwing around millions. But how much does an LED cost? Can we start That's like a my um, issue? <laughs> what do you call the things that when you put yeah, the money in? <laughs> I know, I know. Like, oh, GoFundMe. Yeah, let's start a GoFundMe for LED screen. I'm just worried. I'm just worried that the actual presentation of the entire show won't be as impressive as it has been in the last few years, and therefore you're going to sort of go backwards. Don't get me wrong. People are going to say, "Yeah, but in 2010 in Germany, after Russia's LED fest, we, you know, we had a great show." It was Norway. Norway, or whatever. Germany won. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. I thought it was boring. <laughs> <laughs> and also, well, like I say, we're not. It's not 2010 anymore. It's not 2000. And, you know, it's not. It's 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 2018. Yeah. We need to keep a standard, and oh. and we're going backwards. Well, look, all I'll say is a little bit like how I had a rant about Caesar Caesar. Mm-hmm. We don't know the full details yet. Now, look, mm. is we're not going to have the LED from the background. It seems like. Um, we can probably admit that the stage looks spectacular. It does. It yeah. looks. It's one of the best looking stages I've ever seen. It looks absolutely fantastic. 
But um, it would be nice if the floor has them, I think. Oh, for God's sake, minimum, minimum. Yeah. And what I've also heard is that perhaps um, some of the delegations can bring in their LEDs if they really want to use them. Now, that to me is giving an advantage to the, the big, the big uh, countries that can afford it. So that's not fair. What happens to the, the smaller countries that can't afford that? So, look, I think it's just, it should be minimum the EBU provide a stage that's got some LEDs. It doesn't have to be as big as these ridiculous ones we've had in bloody, you know, Denmark and what all that Moscow, sort of stuff. You know, last year's LEDs were fine. You yeah. know, come on, just take them down and <laughs> ship them off to Portugal. Anyway, right. I'm going to stop ranting. Yeah, you have ranted a little bit there, like <laughs> twice. Uh, <laughs> Passionate about more, this, It's normally me having a rant Passionate on this about stuff, this. so it's fine. Look, look, it has divided fan opinion, so it's understandable. Mm. You know, I think I want to see what the stage is going to be like in the end. Yes, I would like to see some lights. Um, look, I think it can end up benefiting us. We disagree on this, but I don't think we've ever staged well with LED. So, hey, our songs have spoken for themselves. Um, maybe this could benefit us and, you know, we'll see what happens. Maybe there'll be a slight thing out of it. Mm. But to be honest, being there in, in live there, it would be lovely to see the LED. Yeah, of course it would be. Background, it's called Moderndale. It's called Modern. But you know what? Look, oh, maybe we'll, maybe 2019 we'll, wait, we'll get the orchestra see. back. We can go, we can <laughs> hey, go the whole they hog. The, they had the orchestra in Austria in 2015, yes, so that'd be right. harsh. No, fair enough. Okay, anyway. I'll take your pills. I'll take your pills. What's yours? What's yours? Um, my new plot yes. actually goes to, and we have a repeat offender, San Marino. Oh. But not necessarily San Marino themselves, even though they announced some choreographer or something as their second judge this week. Zoe was much better um, <laughs> as their first judge. But I think it's been a bit of a farce and it's been a bit of a PR stunt to get every Eurovision sort of blog and site out there competing. Um, and the fact that they've done that, I don't think that's... I, I honestly don't think it's great. It makes a bit of a mockery of things. The whole thing was a mockery to start but with, it was Dale, a mockery, I'm sorry. But it was a mockery <laughs> to start with. And now you're having... And we love... like I'm not going to have a crack because we think Weeby Blogs is the bomb. Love Weeby Blogs. But they shouldn't be doing this kind of stuff. And the fans out there are calling them out for it as well. They're having a bit of fun with it. And there's no harm with them having mm. fun with it. That's fantastic. Yeah. It's their thing. It's San Marino who's let them do it. That's my issue. So, of course, I have no issue with them having fun. That's awesome. They are fun. I love their stuff. But it shouldn't happen in the first place. It shouldn't be allowed to happen. Yeah, look, you know, this was my first Neil Empire to start with, the whole uh, the mm. whole way it was organised, and I think it's getting treated with the deserved respect. The respect it deserves, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah but I, I, on the positive, Emma from Finland has been yes, given a wild card. She gets a chance to make amends. Yeah. yeah. No, and, and it really... Well, what happened to her at the UMK final last year has really affected her. Yeah. So, I mean, if she gets a chance to re uh, re re boot her career or whatever. Relight her fire? Relight. God, don't mention the fire, Dale. Don't mention the fire. Um, but look, yeah. I'm, Rise I'm, like a phoenix? I'm sorry. Under this burnt out torch? I'm, I'm, I've said from the start this whole San Marino thing's yeah. on the nose for me and it's just getting just yeah. more rancid. And that, that to me did it this week that they were... Throwing that out as a massive, a big bonus event, and I thought, no, I want to see songs. I want to see actual performers, yeah, right? not just was, people that get likes. Yeah, totally, sorry, totally. Just not really happening for it's, me. It's 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 not the Eurovision Song Contest is better than that. We exactly, with more respect. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and and you know what? I'd hate to say it. Even San Marino is better than that. Yes, San Marino is better than this. 
Even Valent- with Valentina is better than even this. with terrible Ralph Seagull Sir songs. Hat. Sir, Sir Hat was better than yeah, this. Yeah, justice for Sir Hat. People can't. Hey, he nearly made the final. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, we can so, contemplate that another time. Well, look. Okay, I think we've gotten into the ranty part of the evening, <laughs> so maybe it's time to I stop. I think it's time to stop. Thank you well. very much for listening. Um, again, I just one thing that happened last week. Happy 100 years of independence to Finland. Yes. You know, a great nation. We put some stuff up there. We've got a new thing we do each week on our, on our Twitter and it will be in our new Facebook page. Yes. Please come and like us because we've only just started and we're at like 60 likes in the day, which is pretty good. Yeah. But we need more. Um, <laughs> and we've done our fan of the week and we had an international one and um, who was um, Nini from Finland, who's amazing. And Montana from Australia as our Australian fan of the week. And we'll keep doing that each week. It's really nice to get to know the fans out there. Absolutely. I mean, we, we love that you guys listen to us. We're amazed and shocked that you do. Yeah. Uh, and interact with us. And we love interacting with you uh, through the socials. Yeah, so, so you let, know, us, let yeah. us know. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Mm. Give us give us a review or some a subscribe on the podcasting because it really helps us. We're getting we're getting the listens, but we need some of that kind of stuff. We sound a bit desperate now, but <laughs> we're like an artist. It's about San Marino at oh the end God, of the semi-final. Like, please ring for us. <laughs> please get us yeah. ring to the final. No, no, we're enjoying the engagement. It's going in a great direction. And yeah, we're really and we've got it. a lot mm. of busy few months ahead. It's going to be a great Eurovision final. Have you very seen, exciting. Speaking, have you seen busy months ahead? Have you seen February for the national final? Holy moly. Like, <laughs> seriously, go on and out AussieVision.net, but we've got all the, the um, dates in the diary there. Yep. February is crazy. There's something on every weekend. No, there's multiple things on. No, no, no. There's things six on. things on at yeah. once, and it always yeah. is the case. Yeah, yeah. But I think it just feels a lot bigger this year for some reason. I don't know. They all seem to be really clumped in the middle of February. And we've even got stuff happening in January as well, so there's plenty going to come up. Guys. There is loads. So, yeah. All right, bring it on. So it's been a pleasure. I kind of don't want to go, but we should probably <laughs> let people go. <laughs> um, thanks. So much for listening. Yeah. Uh, I hope you enjoy our new theme music as well. Yeah. And um, I hope you're just as excited as we are about Jessica Melbourne. Oh, we are so excited. Australia's Eurovision artist for 2018. I'm actually really excited now. I am too. I really am too. I can't wait till they release a song. I think we're going to give a banger and I think we're going to be one of the favourites. Oh, I think we'd be already the favourite so far out of those five. Paul Whalen. Oh, what about Finland? <laughs> Maybe. Anyway. Yes, yeah, Sarah's right. pretty popular. Thanks for listening. All right, thanks, guys. See you later. See you later.